0: Welcome to We Are The Watchers.
1: This is an episode, a very special episode, where I will be the only person with an Australian accent because I have got carryover champion for a couple, maybe maybe three episodes, Heath from Vegas. How are you?
2: Hey, back, 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 back again. Yes, you know how we do.
1: We're exactly, we're always doing it. That's what I always say. <laughs> and um, and, and and you've brought a pal. You've brought uh, our very own Daggy, Daggy from once New Jersey, but now Florida. G'day, Dags. Hello, hello. This is how the is first, this, Good, good, good. Now this is the first time we've gotten you on this podcast, which is very exciting. Yes, very I think that um the last time we were we were trying to think about the last time we would have actually spoken on a sort of internet call. What would you call this? Chat? I I mean we're on Zoom, but you know, like a
2: Well let's let's put it this way. The last time we would have done something like this, I don't think there was a word to describe what it is. <laughs> yeah, did, right. they, did they have podcasts back then? I don't think so. I don't so think so. I don't think so.
1: It's been so. a long time. A really long time. So what we used to do, if, I, if I've if i got this right, what we used to do back in the day is we would have um, MSN, like the messenger group chats with not just us, but a whole heap of people. It was really good fun. But then we would have off, offshoots, like sub chats, where certain people would get on Skype and we would have a group chat there as well, while still in that MSN group chat.
0: But Skype, I believe, yes. was relatively new at that time as well.
2: Yeah, very new. Skype was an up and comer.
0: How on
1: earth did we all do the chatting though? Because not everybody would have had microphones and and whatnot. I I guess we were just using the speakers and internal mics on our computers, which couldn't have been that good back then. Well, believe it or not, not?
2: there was, I mean, it's not these days, but back in those days, I would have considered at least the three of us and a few others in our group, very technological people. I mean, we had we were pretty up to date on how to do things and what was available i mean we all live long distance and we're trying to maintain friendships and so yeah. we knew what it took to make things happen back then and those that was also the last time i remember being that technologically advanced because now <laughs> it just it's incredibly it moves incredibly fast and i cannot keep up and part of me doesn't want to
0: <laughs> yeah i know right i, I totally agree with you 100 it's going way too fast and i'm one of those people that are just going to let it pass me by for a short time you know try trying
1: to keep up is exhausting but if you let yourself get too far behind then suddenly you're too far behind to actually be able to catch up that's what I'm worried about
2: right I, I have that fear too because I don't I've seen I mean never to this scale because since the internet since the um the integration of the internet in our society it, nothing has ever really moved this fast back no. in, back in the olden days you used to have time <laughs> to decide well do I want to educate myself on this new trend and you know time to research and decide what how you could make it useful in your life. But now things just move so fast it's like well I don't know that I, I need to have Twitter or this or that and and if you blink you miss it.
1: Do you reckon it's the kind of thing now where people jump onto something and then try and figure out what the point of it is?
0: Absolutely, one hundred percent.
2: Well, the point is always I, money because all of these new services and apps are really just variations of stuff that we already have. They're just the new trend, you know. And sometimes it's generational, like the boomers are using this one, and the Gen <laughs> Z and all these other whatever they are, are yeah. using this one. And it's more like trend based than actual usefulness because everything, you know, when something like Twitter, I guess it's called X now, comes out, mm. whatever features they have that the other apps don't, the other apps slowly start revamping and pretty much integrate those features into their app. So they all work the same. They all do the same thing. It's more about trends these days. And I've, that's one thing is I've never really kept up with trends.
1: So no one's on TikTok here? Nope. Uh. I'm on it.
2: <laughs> I'm on it.
1: Yeah, okay. Of course he is. But you're you're just you you're just a um what would you call it, a consumer? Spectator. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, spectator. I'm a spectator.
2: Yeah. I don't He's I'm a not to be involved. <laughs> And I also up. wouldn't know. I'm a creeper, but I'm not. I'm not really <laughs> even qualified to be a creeper because I I am not advanced enough to be able to like um, TikTok stalk someone. Like if I were, <laughs> if right. I were trying to find out someone's <laughs> secrets or or investigate someone as they do, like you can do on Facebook, look at somebody, look at their pictures, find yeah. out more oh, information. Yeah. I I wouldn't even know the first button to press on on TikTok to do that. No, no.
0: But can you actually stalk people on these, these different sites like you can on Facebook and Instagram?
2: Surely. Absolutely. We just don't know how. <laughs>
0: <Okay>. <laughs> Maybe we could get uh, Steph's kids to teach us how.
1: Yeah, we're going to have to get the youth of today to, uh, to to show us. It's so funny. I remember there's, not that long ago, a couple of years ago, I was at indoor hockey and um, one of the players had brought along her a couple of her kids, and one of them was in a stroller, right? And the kid, you know, she she gave the kid um, a magazine or a book or like a, a, some something to look at, and the kid was trying to zoom in on picked on the pictures like you would on a <laughs> on a phone or an iPad. It was crazy. I was like, oh no, that's what it's like. And um and it, it's funny you're talking about um you know, the, the, the kids like Chloe and Henry, because I was, uh, yesterday we were watching, they wanted, they always want to watch the same thing over and over and over again. You know, I mean, we did as well, right? As kids all the time, but I just didn't want to. And I thought, what is something that I can tolerate rewatching that I know is good that <laughs> they think they would like that they haven't seen before. So I came across Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, which was a great movie, but it was really funny, right? Because I was thinking about it later on and I, and I'm thinking this this generation, you know, of parents are able to recommend films and TV shows to their kids, show them video games that they used to play, like, hey, play the first Mario or this is Sonic the Hedgehog. You're going to love it, right? But when our parents were growing up, they, did, they didn't have video games or movies. Or I mean, they had movies, but like, you know, TV and, and, and stuff was just new and they didn't have that to recommend. They couldn't be like, yeah, when I was uh, five, I always used to watch this. It's like, no, you didn't. It was on once on the TV and that was it. <laughs>
0: well, they had books. Yeah. That was the only thing they could share with us, you know. Yeah, that's true. And I, I, I guess that's
1: probably one reason why as kids, and I mean, kids still do it, though, um, you would read those books every single night. That was the book you, I, you pick a book, uh, this one, please, like, oh, gosh, it's the same one that we, we've read for the past <laughs> week or so. But we loved it. And they loved it too, because that was, you know, the one that they grew up reading as well. I, I remember my mum going on about um, what was it called? Like the far secret, Faraway away tree. It was an Enid Blyton one, you know, one that kids would would get into, and um, yeah, we loved it. It was just so magical.
0: You know, it's funny. Uh, I brought up the books. However, I can't even think of a book that I shared with my with my parents. The it would be the classics. Because, you know, yeah, yeah. that's what I was going to say. Like the Disney classics, maybe, yep. or I mean, the little golden books.
2: I love true, the golden
0: books. True, yeah. Still, they're still and
1: the society. nice thing about the
2: golden books was that they'd have different. I wanted to say episodes, but you can't say that like. <laughs> book. They, they have different books, but you could recognize that they're from the same series by the little gold spine. So, yes. if you would go to a friend's house or your daycare or your church, you could always identify as a kid. Oh, this is a little golden book. So this is something that I've read before. You could pick it up, and feel confident that you know this is something in your age group something that would be interesting for you and i like how they i don't know if you've noticed but if you're scrolling on amazon and you're ever shopping for kids they have new volumes i guess is what they're called or the golden books for yeah, kids. yeah but but now that yeah but now they have them even focused on celebrities like this is who dolly parton is or yeah or there's even a beyonce one and it's also by the golden book series that so has to be taylor swift coming
0: for, oh jeez
2: I don't think that kids today need to really be made aware of who Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah, is, but it's, it's cool for some of the older uh, <laughs> it's cool for some of the older celebrities like Betty White. I think there's one for Betty White. So that little kids can be introduced to somebody that they may not have ever seen before or maybe they've only seen through a meme.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. And people that are on their their parents, their grandparents, um, you know, TV, you know, their, their streaming services just constantly putting Golden Girls on rewatch. You know, I I feel like that that and Friends are, are some series that people really think of as comfort watching. And I I remember thinking the Golden Girls was a really daggy show because that was my grand, what my grandmother used to watch at, at the time. But you know, then then you kind of discover it yourself. You're like, no, this is a funny show.
2: <laughs> well that's the difference in kids today and kids like us because like okay so there was a show called Mod with uh, it was yes. a spinoff off
0: of it, oh, wow, it was yeah. a spin-off
2: of a different 70s show and it had Beatrice Arthur, who was Dorothy on the Golden Girls. So depending on what generation you were born in, you would know, oh, this person is, you know, I know her from this, or I know her from this. So we were able to associate, oh, I know this actress. This is, she's from the Golden Girls. And then maybe if we saw her in like an older film or television work or something, we would recognize that. But with the internet, there's memes and, and, and different little videos and stuff. And so you could recognize somebody from the internet, any given celebrity, But if they're not from your generation, you don't know what they're actually famous for. Yeah, there's no context. Yeah, there's no context. So we didn't have that back then. So that's why I think those little golden books are cute, because it actually tells you about, you know, this celebrity, this is what they've done and all this so that you can put, I guess, a resume (laughs) to these internet memes (laughs) that you see every day. So otherwise, they just think it's. You know, we know that it's Rose from the Golden Girls, but they just think that it's some old lady. and they're like, "Hey, that's the old lady from the meme." Yeah, which yeah. Is, it's, it's cool, but it's kind of tragic at the same time because you get reduced from you know the <laughs> celebrity a you get reduced to a meme instead of being known for your this historical body of work and all these funny television shows.
1: Hey Dags, I was actually just thinking. I was trying to think of another uh, reference for Betty White, and I was like, "Oh, what? What about um, the Snickers commercial? Remember she was in a Snickers commercial?" And then I was thinking that was probably so long ago that yeah, kids these days would have no idea what that is, and so it just would be from memes.
0: Yeah, like I don't even remember this Snickers commercial. That oh no, about. really? Is, it, is, that a, is that a newer one or? Oh, new I reckon it's probably
1: one? ten years old now. It's like, um, I think the setup was there were these guys and they were playing football just in in the park. Oh, yes. Yeah, and one of them's Betty White. Yeah, two. yeah, and they're like, you, you need a Snickers, and then you know, Betty White eats a Snickers, and suddenly turns back into a bloke in his, I don't know, thirties or something.
2: Oh, I, I have to, I have to go into depth on these because I love the Snickers <laughs> commercials, <laughs> but they're very, they're very niche because they come out during the Super Bowl. So they, oh, they get these celebrities right. and they make this secret commercial just to put out during the big game here in the states and like it's coming uh, up. because <laughs> yeah. yeah that's what I, that the commercials are what most people enjoy about the super bowl besides the game you know it's just one little extra experience that you get to watch all the fun <laughs> commercials but there was another one and the campaign is um you're not yourself without a snickers so yes. there's another one where it has roseanne Barr, who i think it's really I, I used to watch her oh show God, growing yes. up. that was hysterical
1: and, i don't yeah this so one.
2: you're so the, the premise is, is that they're actually somebody else, but then they turn into these celebrities like <laughs> Betty White or Roseanne Barr because they haven't had a Snickers. And as soon as they bite that Snickers, they turn back into whoever they formerly were. So it's oh,
0: awesome. man. If, you,
2: if you haven't seen those, check them out on YouTube. Yeah, I think mean, I'll
0: have to. <laughs> but I believe these Snickers commercials now are turning into regular, you know, joes like regular people with their friends you know and then they turn into yeah right it's like reverse now and they're turning <laughs> into a celebrity i like that it's like we've
1: we've seen the whole story evolve in in these commercials yeah but you know how you're talking about the super bowl and you get all of the commercials and you get like the entertainment the halftime entertainment Yes. But is it also when when movie companies or production houses or whatever will release new trailers for big films?
0: Um I, I tend to watch the Super Bowl every year. Um I don't recall that. Okay. I think it's just more about the let's get a famous celebrity to do a commercial and advertise Budweiser Beer I can answer.
2: or Okay. Ahead, <laughs> I can answer that. I think that they don't do movie trailers because um, those, that airtime during the, the super bowl is some of the most expensive airtime for, uh, you know, for, uh, what what is it television Any stations during the year Makes sense. broadcasting stations? Yeah. So if, you know, the commercials are usually very short because they're very, very expensive. So I don't think unless it's like a huge budget movie who can afford a really expensive promo spot during the super bowl that they I, I'm sure they charge them by the minute so probably that's probably why I you think. don't see a lot of movie trailers during that time but probably after when it's a little cheaper oh or yeah before maybe
1: yeah I know I know that it's here but I know that oh, well I think they might show it. I don't even know if they show it or not but I know that over in, over in the U.S. it's massive like Dags do you remember we were in Mexico and it was on was it really? Yeah, I, even, I mean, I remember Mexico, but I don't well, thank you. The Super
0: Bowl <laughs> thank there. God, you remember that?
1: <laughs> I know it was years ago, but um, yeah, like it it was on, and I remember people were watching it. Um, or like the lead up to it was like a day or two before, and you could hear, yeah. um, you know, other Americans talking about, uh, you know, where they're going to be when they watch it. Uh, so I I assume that it's probably one of the highest rating TV events of every year. Well,
0: yeah. I mean, besides the actual people that are watching it for the for the team for the sport, yeah. it is the it's the commercial. It's the, the halftime show with whatever artist they have, and this year just happens to be Usher, by the way.
2: Oh, um, okay. But yeah,
0: I mean, they try to get everybody they possibly can, and if Taylor Swift's boyfriend makes the Super Bowl, you know, all the little Swifties will be watching <sighs> just so they could see her.
1: Sure, and she she'll right. just be sitting there applauding or
0: looking yeah. sad. Fun
2: fact. Fun fact, the actual Super Bowl itself is in Las Vegas this year.
0: Hey, Vegas. Well, I mean. Fun fact, lots of people go to Vegas. Hint, hint. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> when, that is true.
0: When do you think we
1: went? What year was that? How Do we want to sort of talk about how old we actually are by revealing what year we think we went? Because I vaguely remember hint. there was um, that Black Eyed Peas song, I Got a Feeling. Ooh-hoo. Mm-hmm. and i think that mm-hmm. was it i think was, that was a hot song at the time
2: well that song stayed pretty hot that was that was the yeah. era for songs like that to be popular it was all about club songs and shots and all kinds of things so i know for sure it would have been between probably like 2009 and 2011 so that's it. Well, about i would right.
0: definitely say it was before 2010 because that's when we went to um, Mexico.
1: Oh, okay. So it was probably the year before. So yeah, two thousand and nine. That was probably it. And we went there, and um, Heath was, uh, Daggy. We've said this many times, but he was the greatest tour guide that anybody could ever have.
0: Uh,
2: <laughs> I don't know about that. I was a slave driver. Insert
0: applause. <laughs>
2: I just remember I tried really hard, which is important, but I just remember (laughs) feeling kind of bad the one day because I'm like, okay, if we're going to do this next activity, we got to do it early. So I had to wake you guys up. That was fun. Vegas is a lot. It's a lot of walking. You you don't just get out of your hotel room and walk to the front door. You have to walk through casinos, but I think you guys probably met me at like 6 or 7 a.m.
0: It was and a great, exactly.
2: and I felt bad. Yeah, I think that was the day we were gonna see Hoover Dam. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah. we wanted well, to get an early start because we had
0: oh, yeah, you know, we had these
2: full days and I felt so bad because you we were tired. But I'm like, well, if they're gonna <laughs> see it, they gotta see it early.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, see, and- what you don't know is that Leah and I stayed up <laughs> all hours of the night talking and watching TV. Yeah. So we probably got a lot less sleep than you thought.
2: But you were troopers because you showed up. I probably would have been like, "Nah, we'll skip that."
1: <laughs> it was good fun though. Yeah, we were for some reason we got so totally into all it. Like they would have marathons in the middle of the night of that show, Cold Case. Do you remember Cold Case?
0: Yes, and there, as, as he said earlier, using the phrase "fun fact." um they've been re-airing cold case here um i forget what channel it's on but i have my dvr set to record it so i've now currently been re-watching all of those cold case episodes and they're just as great as they were when we watched them you get sucked Ooh, into that re-watch. show honestly yes. so is yes. this
2: episode is this episode gonna be called the re yes. stuff. yes i think so i think so i really do because that's pretty much all i watch
1: well i mean it's kind of like you know how they say that Radio stations will stick to a certain era. And it's because the theory is, or there's been research about it, is that when you're, I think it's between the age of 16 and 20, something like that, that is the era that shapes your music taste and probably your TV and movie watching taste as well. So they will pick songs from that era. So let's say, let's say 1996, you know that that's what it's going to be. You know, everybody's going to be watching that kind of, um, Stuff from you know we were talking about Roseanne, we were you, that, though that kind of era with uh, your jagged little pills, all that thing because that is what people grew up watching and listening to. So it's like a comfort to go back and watch and listen to all that stuff. I get it. I'd rewatch, I'd re-watch Cold Case right now if it was on television. Oh, come yeah, over and
0: okay. sense. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> but you know it is funny because the music I listen to is. Um, I listen to the you know satellite radio and I I listen to 90s on 9 so I listen to all of the 90s music so
2: there you I go I would expect nothing less if I got <laughs> into your car and there wasn't 90s music playing I would be very upset
1: where's Lincoln
0: Park Whatever.
2: it would just be off brand for you I'd just be like whose vehicle is this Yeah.
0: And exactly. it's funny because I played Lincoln Park
1: there you a, little, go. a couple hours ago. <laughs> there you go, Heath. There was one time that I was visiting Dags in um, New Jersey, and we were driving to Olive Garden, and it was all Lincoln Park the whole way. I mean, it was probably not that long a drive, <laughs> but I just I, I still remember that we were driving listening to um, Lincoln Park on the way. I'm like this, this, this sits. Look, we will have a quiz a little bit later on, but just a fun quiz is uh, so Cold Case started in two thousand. 2003 does anybody want to have a crack at how many episodes they had
2: uh i'm gonna leave this to uh you guys because i've never i haven't even seen one episode fair enough
0: so i'm gonna guess i believe they lasted four seasons um i would say 48
1: no surprisingly it was seven seasons long this is according to imdb oh, right wow. 156 episodes what? yeah what? But you got to remember that this is it. this is before all of the streaming stuff happened, and network TV would have long seasons. I mean, you think about how long those Friends mm-hmm. seasons were—you know, okay. like a twenty-odd episode episode season was not unheard of. And now you're like, well, you know, ten episodes is probably that. That that was your maths. I, I heard your yeah, you know, I could I could tell what your maths was doing. <laughs> yeah, I was like, thinking
2: like twelve. You know? Yeah,
1: exactly. But no, back then, um, they were really super long seasons. I yeah. Well,
2: also the shows, uh, time was more valuable because there was only so many networks. And so the shows yeah. tended to be more like on the, on the half hour side, it had to be like, uh, like a serious, very popular True. drama to get a full hour. And on Netflix, they, they do hours like nothing. Yeah. Well, plus I think it's, yeah. they're technically, without the the commercial spacing, I think it's only like 40, 40 minutes or something.
1: Yeah. Like um, a, a, like a, I mean, I keep going back to friends cause it's just in my head, but I think those episodes are only like 22 minutes long if you watch them now.
2: Right, without the without the time for commercials.
1: And another fun fact about that is that obviously that was screened over here in Australia and we watched it and it was very popular. But I remember going over to the U.S. with my friend Marnie. We were backpacking and we watched some Friends episodes. They were brand new over in the U.S. and there were more – there were more commercial breaks. <laughs> there was like an extra commercial break at the end, which we did not have here. It was like the show would end and then there would be a commercial break and then you would have the, the credits come up with like a joke or something in between, some, like something like that. Um, but we didn't have that commercial break. But over there you guys did and you were cheated. You were cheated. They, they took three minutes of your lives every week and I hope you're angry. <laughs> i'm just as
2: angry as you are okay great i'm not that upset by it
1: you you love ads
0: yeah
2: (laughs) sometimes i was never friends was just i was it it was just a little bit outside of my age group i guess i remember i remember we moved into a new house with my parents when i was growing up and i was probably about mm, i don't know 11 or 12 And so I met the neighbor boy next door and, you know, we decided to hang out. So we walked to a park or something. He was probably a year older than me, I think. And so, you know, we were talking about like we're doing now. What do you watch? What are you into? Stuff like that. And I remember him saying, I really like to show friends. And I remember thinking at that time, really, that seems a little you know mature (laughs) for somebody (laughs) for 12 or 13 years old but if that's your show whatever but yeah so i didn't really get into friends until after the fact so i i've mostly seen it on streaming services because here in the u.s it's everywhere it's on cable it's on streaming it's you can friends you can just find it anywhere so that that was more my era of dealing with friends Ray watches. The rewatchers, Gosh. I'm a big rewatcher. You know what I'm. You know what I'm. I don't want to change the subject, but I'm watching a show right now that's another show that started in 1998. And oh. I wouldn't say that I'm super invested in it. But wait, 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 wait. Before, Amazon, but so but awesome.
1: but before before you say what it is, can you give us clues and we can try and guess that's what, what it is? Yeah
2: yeah, 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 yeah. Before yeah. I give the big reveal. Yes, yes. Okay, so <laughs> okay. <it> started. <laughs> All right. So here is the first clue.
0: Okay.
2: The first season came out, I believe, in 1998.
0: Hmm.
1: I'm thinking okay. like, you, you got to give us one so we'll th- something like Think that. on that
2: one. Th- just think on, to put that one in the, you know, in your brain. Yeah. Okay. The next clue that I'm going to give you about this show is somewhat recently, this is without me Googling anything. Within the last few years, there was a remake of the show.
1: A remake? Oh, hang on.
2: Without Ooh. any, without any of the original cast.
1: Can I have a guess? have a guess Sabrina the teenage witch
2: oh, so wrong but <gasps> so close <laughs> okay. I'll We're give you another <laughs> yeah on that note uh, yeah there's a remake of Sabrina
1: yeah it's on Netflix I think
2: oh wow uh okay but on that mm. note so you're getting very hot okay I'll give you a clue okay it is also about witches Charmed oh you got it she got it it. you did I've I've never I had no experience with that show I remember hearing from my mom that my sister liked it a lot but I think that was during real time when it was actually airing but I never really messed around with that show until recently I'm like let me let me see what's going on there's a lot of um you know Shannon Doherty she's in it she's like the main one but yep. there's she has a new podcast out and she's been having some health issues, like struggling with cancer and mm, stuff. Mm. Very, very sad. But she's been on social media a lot because of this podcast and little things are starting to come out. So it just kind of sparked my interest. And I'm like, let me see what this show is all about. And come to find out it's very, very stupid. But
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the sisters it's have like magical a- powers. But all their powers are yeah. different, right?
2: Yeah, it's like a draw. It's a typical Aaron spelling, you know kind of like 90s teen, early 20s 90s drama mm. but with supernatural elements and that's kind of like right up my alley apparently
1: <laughs> <laughs> do you that's find so it even though you haven't watched it before do you find that it's um comfort watching because it's a bit nostalgic
2: yeah i mean and that's this is kind of goes back to what you were saying about how it's hard to recommend something to somebody of a younger generation, kids, or even, yeah. I don't know, maybe like a tween. Because for me, when I'm looking back on these episodes and rewatching, it's nostalgic. I remember the 90s. I remember 1998 before cell phones were in everybody's pocket. And I remember <laughs> that lifestyle. But for somebody who didn't live through that to kind of go back and watch this, it would be very different lifestyle like well they could have solved that problem by just picking up their cell phone <laughs> yes. and doing this and it's like yeah. no they couldn't because that didn't exist yeah it yet. wasn't a thing you, you, the magic that they needed to get through in some of these episodes now we carry in our pocket which is kind of funny <laughs> to me so i think for somebody younger than me it would probably be a little boring but i i like it because like it. i said i lived that time it's nostalgic you know the fashion choices are always fun to see <laughs> Like were they really wearing that back then? The guys yes. really wear this, the yes. girls really wear this. <laughs> the <hair was laughs> these like are that. the cars that they were driving. Yeah. It's like a time capsule, but it's um like you know, it's it's fun, it's good. It just it's a it's a little light watch. And what I like about it is the tone of the show yeah. is very mellow. Mm. So you you can chill out to it. You know, there's there's action and stuff, but it always kinda ties itself in a neat little bow at the end of it and wraps itself up and then you can kind of fall asleep watching it and Turn it off and go back to it if you need to. It's not one of those shows that takes you up and down. It's just like a roller coaster ride.
1: Yeah, sure, sure. Alyssa Milano <laughs> was in Charmed. I remember that. And wasn't Rose McG- uh, what's her name? Rose McGowan or yeah, something Rose like McGowan. that. Yeah, Rose McGowan. Yeah, and the other one,
0: <laughs> who kind of okay, looked so like I remember her name. She kind of reminded me of me. That's what got Niamh, me interested. Kind of
2: Holly Marie Combs. Holly Marie Combs. Holly Marie Combs. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I've yeah. been watching it every day, so I see the credits. But that's actually <laughs> what got me interested is because Holly Marie came on shannon doherty's podcast so the thing oh. about shannon doherty is she had she had breast cancer a few years back yeah and then i think that it went into remission or whatever happened but then that, sadly they found out a few years later that it came into her bones and also i think it's in her brain damn yeah so she's going on this media tour because she has this new podcast and she's basically saying that you know don't count me out yet don't treat people with cancer any different you know we still want to be involved in life we still want to work you know, not everybody's just bedridden or, you know, don't just feel sorry for us. So she started this podcast and Holly Marie was one of her first guests. And so they talked about charm and I'm not there yet in the series, but what happened is at the end of the third season, yeah, they uh, replaced Shannon Doherty with, what did you say? Rose McGowan, right? Uh-huh. So it was very controversial at the time because Shannon had already been on 90210, which was a huge hit show, another Aaron Spelling show. But mm. she got replaced. Uh, she got written off the show because I think she had a feud with one of the other actresses. I don't know if it was Jenny Garth or who it was. But right. so here we are again. She's on this new hit show, and she leaves. And so her agents and everybody were telling her, "You know, this is not a good look. Yeah, you're never going to work again. You know, getting fired from two hit shows." So she ends up releasing a statement saying that she quit the show. Right. She didn't know if anyone was going to believe it because like she said, who would leave a No, that's a hit. But right. now it's finally coming out all these years later that it was actually Alyssa Milano who got her terminated from the show. Really? Um, yeah. yeah I so I guess, Ooh. yeah. So I, the two, uh, Holly Marie and Shannon Doherty were talking about it and it was unbeknownst to them that there was this, tension on set holly marie said she never felt any kind of tension wow. there was never any big fights or explosions between them but i guess in the background Alyssa milano was being really smart and so she was documenting everything and oh. she was saying that uh, you know um every time something happened she'd write it down and so she went to the producers or whoever you go to and she said look you're either gonna fire me from the show or you're gonna fire shannon doherty one of us has got to go because this is the way it is. I don't like working with her. And then I guess she listed her reasons and she had a really strong case because she said, Oh, by the way, if you do fire me, I'm going to sue the show, the production, whatever, for creating a hostile work environment. And because she had everything documented down on her end, she had a valid case. Wow! So basically they had to fire Shannon because of Alyssa Milano. So I think they've seen like, yeah. I think they've apologized to. I don't know how. I think their relationship is like okay at this point. I don't know if they're best friends in life, but yeah. over social media, I think they've had exchanges and they've said yeah. their sorries and you know they buried the hatchet. But yeah, it was a lot of drama, and it's just finally coming out after what uh, 20, uh 20, 24 years. I think Alyssa or I think Shannon Doherty left the show in two thousand or two thousand one.
0: That's it was funny hush, hush, because.
2: Yeah. Yeah, she heard, she'd already been fired from nine oh two and oh and remember they replaced her with um Tiffany Amber from Saved right. by the Bell. Yes,
1: that's right. <laughs> Isn't it funny? You know. They've got all of the, yeah, they've got Saved by the Bell. They've got um, Beverly Hills 90210 alumni. They've got Who's the Boss alumni. And, uh, yeah, I vaguely remember at the time it was, it was like, oh, Shannon's thrown another tantrum again. She's gotten kicked out of a show again. Yeah, I didn't mm-hmm. realize it. I mean, how could I? But I didn't realize there was all of um, this going on. I wonder if Alyssa wanted to be the star of it. I don't know. I've got no idea. Yeah.
2: I don't know what the drama is, but you know sometimes there's drama on set, especially with Hollywood types. Yep. But what I found really interesting because I am a huge Saved by the Bell fan, so I love Tiffany Thiessen. I never actually watched her on Shannon on Ninety Two and but she kind of directly replaced Shannon Doherty's role by not being the same character, but just kind of being a show implant of. The same type of character, but with a different name.
1: Yeah, so I, think what she I found was, interesting. was. not she like the cousin of instead of the twin? Yeah, she was the cousin. It was right? like yeah, yeah. yeah she she was their so cousin from the, New York. Okay. Yeah,
2: she wasn't so much the same character, but she also was like the same character. <laughs> yes. She, filled the, she just she filled the role.
1: Same personality. So,
2: and I think that's why the, I think that's why the cast didn't like Tiffany Thiessen because they're like, why are you just, mm. you know basically replacing one actress for another in the same role. We could have just kept the show. You know, we've evolved as a show. We probably could have gone on without that type of character, but now you're going to bring in this outsider. But what I found fascinating about that was when I was researching about when, like what what year in Charmed, um, Rose McGowan comes on and yeah. like, what went down, I read that Aaron Spelling's first choice to replace Shannon on Charmed was also Tiffany <laughs> <I can't, no. laughs> <laughs> Thiessen. What is it about her? <laughs> I don't oh, know. Gosh, I just think it would so have funny. been ironic or funny or something. But I think she was working on a different project at the time, so she ended up not being able to do it, which is why um, Rose McGowan did it. But oh, that's funny. Uh, Hollywood is a weird place, very competitive, right? Oh yeah.
0: Well, that's why they call it Holly Weird. <laughs> Holly <laughs> yeah, weird.
1: Exactly. Yeah, I think I remember. When Shannon left Beverly Hills 902 and 0, and it almost felt like the end of an era, which it definitely was. But they'd already got, I think, I think it was by then they'd already gone to university, like they're already in college. So that, right, they was in college years, kind of was a different era anyway. But that show lasted for years after Shannon. It was insane. You know, I checked back in at some point in time, and I think it was. I, I wanna say maybe Luke Perry had come back. Or it was one of the one of the big stars had come back to the show. And um it was it was more like a Melrose place at that point in time where everybody had their own jobs, but for some reason the Walsh residence was still like the hub of everything, even though the parents had left. <laughs> and
2: uh, Right. Yeah, it was just it was like, like this m- weird Frankenstein Together cast <laughs> know, it and was
1: like so original weird.
2: cast members and, and brand new cast members and yeah. it was those, Kind of the same show, but kind of different. It was like a revamped version of 90210.
1: Do you remember then they did a reboot of it with a whole new cast where they went back to to the high school setting? And then after that they went back to the original cast uh, and they tried to revamp the actual, hey, this is the original cast. What are they doing now? And I remember watching an episode and going, this is not hitting like I wanted it to, and I checked out pretty quickly.
0: Yeah that, yeah, that last film with the original cast was terrible. I can't even remember what the premise was, about, I can't remember but it was just it was just a train wreck. It was yeah, terrible. It didn't feel Lots right. Lots of bad plastic surgery. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. Oh, it was terrible.
1: And the last thing I yeah, saw I Jenny Garth saying. in was a. Um, one of those—I don't think it was Hallmark, but those kind of Hallmark Christmas movies—and I just I assume, think I saw it. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, sure. But I reckon that's probably where most of these people that we're talking about have ended up.
2: Oh, but you know, what, about Jenny Garth, he had kind of a—I don't know that it was, it was a successful show, but I don't know if it was really well known. Yeah. But after Amanda Bynes left the Nickelodeon world, she had a primetime show with Jenny Garth. And speaking of Amanda Bynes, have you seen her lately? Yes. So she's just gone on this roller coaster of a a ride with the public eye. I mean, she just has gone from now kind of recovering from being kind of like a Britney Spears type. Yeah. And now she has this new podcast, but she's still a lot. I mean, she's made a very big physical transformation, and and I don't know, it just seems like she's not the same person anymore.
1: Didn't she have um, some – mental health issues as well that she had to try and tackle and overcome she did she was walking around
2: on the streets with a wig and and you know questionable clothing and all kinds she was in the news for a while she was just uh struggling with mental health and just acting it all out in public
1: it's never a good thing when suddenly every bit of your publicity is about like paparazzi following you, waiting for you to do something that it can be deemed as a train wreck kind of thing, instead of what your next job is, you know, what, what are you being cast in now? And it's, it's almost like, Oh,
2: it's, it's a recipe for disaster. Yeah, It's a recipe for disaster. And what's funny living in today's world with cell phone technology is I work with the public. And so I have to be really careful. I mean, just not me, but just people in general who work with the public yeah. now more than ever have to be really careful because all it takes is for one person to pull out their cell phone and start recording you. And depending on how you react, you could potentially lose your job if it, if it gets seen enough on on Twitter or Facebook or whatever. And it's like, there are people actively acting like paparazzi trying to destroy you yeah. if they're not happy with their customer service experience. And you see so, so many of those videos yeah the world's a scary place for working with the public there was since cell phones and video recordings and social media there's just like this whole new element of you got to be careful
1: yeah it, it's more than just a yes ma'am no ma'am thing now
2: mm-hmm. but yeah, it's, more it's than ever easy. i understand i understand how these celebrities finally feel because <laughs> in the 80s yes. and 90s you know who no yeah. had people following them around with cameras or or an outlet like you know TM. those places would be on like uh what's the show access hollywood yeah. or entertainment tonight or yeah. entertainment shows like that but now anybody can make a video of you and any and upload it anywhere and mm. it can get a certain amount of views and it can get you a big trouble depending on what you say or how you act or what you choose to do in that heated moment so it's, it's scary so I, I identify with these celebrities a lot more than i used to
1: that uh cancel culture is a real thing the cancel
2: culture Yes.
1: Be careful what you say here, Dags,
0: all right? That's why I'm so quiet right now. I'm like, ooh, <laughs> what should I say? <laughs> I was just going to say, I too work in with, with the public. And, you know, when I'm at work, especially with the line of work I do, I have to really make sure that I'm, you know, minding my P's and Q's because if just one video goes wrong or yeah. or if one thing goes wrong and someone caught it on video, it's it could be legal issues.
1: It almost makes you think – uh, should I even just not even bother with this job anymore even though it's a job that has to be done and, you know, and it's making this workplace a better place but um, I don't want someone to try and put it out of context, whatever the video is that they're filming because you don't know also what the narration or the, I don't know, like the, 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 yeah. the comment that they're going to leave with the uh, the description. Um, or oh, what make type it of a, editing uh, is done yeah. to it and blah, yeah. blah. Exactly. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. But it's, it's exciting. exciting.
1: It's exciting because it? you never know. You never know. Will I get cancelled yeah. today? <laughs> <laughs> See how I go. I okay, hope not. <laughs> Have you encountered many Karens, either of you? You know how there's that the internet term Karens, which are ladies that can I please speak to the manager types?
0: Always. Yeah, right. For sure. But you, but, you, yeah. but you just have to kill them with kindness and, mm. you know, let them vent it out and keep stepping backwards so they don't spit on you as they're screaming and doing their Lord. thing. But uh, you just got to kind of listen. But, I mean, I deal with Karens almost every other day. Hashtag
2: blessed. Yeah, I tr- I mean, obviously, working with the public and, and customer service, you first instinct as a good employee should be, to de-escalate a situation. Yeah. But I'm kind of fortunate because even though I work in a public space, it's also kind of a private space and kind of a privileged space. Yeah, so yeah. not it's not necessarily a, a public right to be in that space. Sure. So there's a there's a line that they can cross to where I can get security involved or I can say, okay, well, this now you've gone far enough. Now this mm. is no longer a space that's accessible to you and you have to leave. So I'm kind of lucky in that sense, but it, it wouldn't save me from being canceled online later if I didn't handle the situation correctly, but I get a lot of Karens in my line of work as well. <laughs>
1: I don't at this particular point in time, which is great. In fact, I never see the public uh, when I'm at work, which I think is really good sometimes. I don't even see the daylight for a whole day Uh, (laughs) if I don't want to. Talk
2: about a dream job. Yeah, I know. You just
1: get to do, you know, just do your work and uh, don't have to be interrupted by by customers. I remember um, I had a friend who worked at a supermarket. uh, This was like during high school, and she would, uh, Eddie's here. Hey, Eddie. Eddie the ginger cat's here. He always makes an appearance at some point in time. Um, Anyway, uh, she would be so bored at work that she would constantly check her clock, you know, her watch or whatever, and then she made it a habit of not looking at her clock until she had served 10 customers, so until, you know, they went through the checkout or whatever. (laughs) But then she started to realise that it would take, you know, at at a – approximately the same amount of time for 10 customers to go through every time so that didn't it didn't matter because it didn't matter she knew that after 10 customers it would be like 20 minutes had gone by or whatnot and she was like it, ru- it ruined her, <laughs> her her um her time watching uh experience and and
0: Aww.
1: i think i think when you're watching your clock that much it might be time to get another job
0: absolutely
1: hey guys you said than done Speaking of, well, yeah, I know, but when you're in high school and it's just your afternoon job, I think you're probably okay. That's fine. Look, yeah. I've got a job for you. It's a little bit of pressure, but not too much. There is a quiz, as there always is, Uh-oh. at the end of um, the podcast, and it's called Vegas and Florida Movie synopsises, Synopsis. Synopsis. So I'm going to start reading a synopsis. I'm not going to tell you which city or state it's it's set in, but you have to. When, once you start to get an idea of what it is, you got to you got to say what the movie is so the title. You don't have to say where it is, just the movie title, okay? But they everything in this quiz is from Vegas or Florida. So that's like every Ooh, Disney how movie fun. ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's basically no Christmas movies because they're always set either in New York or Chicago, apparently. Oh, true. All right, let's go it's with okay. the first right, one. right,
0: I'm ready to lose this.
1: Okay, good <laughs> luck. The Griswolds are off on their family outing to, I've re- redacted. Vacation.
0: Hey! <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite
1: movies. It's not bad. It's not bad, is it? Um, did you guys see the one with Christina Applegate in it from – oh, maybe five or six years ago. It's pretty funny. It really is. I went in watching it going, this is not going to be as good. It was pretty good. There were some legitimate laugh out loud moments. Legitimate
0: laugh out
1: loud? Yes. As, as opposed to, you know, how you go, I laughed at that. And then, you know, you check the tape and you didn't, you just maybe (laughs) smiled mildly. All right. An ensemble film about easy money, greed, manipulation and bad driving. There's a tycoon who entertains his wealthiest high rollers, which is a group that will bet on anything by pitting six ordinary people against each it's other. It's a mad, mad world? No, no. Um, a, a wild dash for $2 million jammed into a locker hundreds of miles away. The tycoon and his wealthy friends monitor each race's every move to keep track of their favorites. The only rule in this race is that there are no rules. Now there, I'm going to try and give you some of the the cast members. I've seen this movie. I yes,
0: can't Yes, you
1: definitely have seen this movie. Is it movie. Home Alone? No, 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 no. <laughs> it's got, um, I think his name's Cuba Gooding Jr. Um, Rowan Atkinson is in it. Uh, you've got, I think it might be, i trying to think who the tycoon is. In fact, I'm just going to have a look at it right now. It is from the 2000s, I'm guessing. I'm gonna try and Google it without actually saying the name to you guys.
2: (laughs) Is it called Rat Race?
1: Rat Race. Well done. Two thousand and one. Yeah.
2: Okay, I I vaguely remember that movie.
1: Whoopi Goldberg's in it as well. I watched it recently. Celebrities,
0: I believe. Yeah.
2: Pretty funny. It was. It was from the early two thousands because I was working at Blockbuster Video during the phase of life, (laughs) and I remember not actually seeing the movie, but I remember, oh, this looks interesting as I'm putting it on the shelves um it was and i think i did watch it but it just didn't really resonate that much with me but now that i can picture the movie i just can't remember the movie at all
1: well what about this one see how you go when an asteroid threatens to collide with earth nasa honcho dan truman played by billy bob thornton determines the only way to stop it is to drill into the surface and detonate a nuclear bomb this leads him to renowned driller, like who? who how's that a job? Harry <laughs> Stamper, played by Bruce Willis, who agrees to helm the dangerous space mission. Provided uh, he can bring along his own hotshot crew, among them, it. yeah, it's got Ben Affleck in there. Liv Tyler is there, and um, where they the, mm. the, the daughter? She plays the daughter of Bruce Willis, mm-hmm. and the mission mm. proves. Otherwise,
2: so oh, the only I, it was very I can't popular. Think of the name I just I just know it has the the Aerosmith song, right? Don't <laughs> want to miss a thing. Yes, it, I don't want to miss a thing for one hundred. It's
1: uh, no, no, <laughs> it's no. one word starts with a r m a Armageddon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, there we go.
0: I don't think <laughs> I've seen that movie.
1: I don't think yeah, I've don't seen think,
0: it. I've seen parts of it.
1: Yeah, it's probably always on TV, right? You probably catch bits of yeah. it at this point in time.
2: I think I've seen it. I just.
1: <laughs> it was from the 90s. You don't have to remember. It's fine.
2: Well, maybe it's it was early 2000s. I don't know. But that was a huge movie. I feel massive. actually bad. Like Rat Race is one thing. Yeah. But Armageddon yeah. was a massive. Armageddon was a huge blockbuster. Huge movie, yeah. I should have known
1: two years after the – this is a synopsis – two years after the disastrous events in Las Vegas. It's now Stu's, played by Ed Helms, turn to walk down the aisle. Since his bride is from Thailand – Hangover, Hangover. Hangover. Hangover 2. Hangover 2. Yeah, they did, but that's the second one. I
0: quite liked that first
1: movie. I thought that was funny. Yeah,
0: I don't think I watched them all, but I believe I watched – the first two. Yeah, I think there were three,
1: right? Maybe four, but definitely three.
0: Yeah.
2: Definitely, definitely two. I think three. Definitely Be- two. <laughs> <laughs> Lock, it so Lock it in. We're so bad at this. <laughs> oh, we're terrible. There's only, There's only two left.
1: There's only two left. In this okay. remake of the classic French farce, which I didn't know, and here I am, I'm going to try and speak French now. La cage or floor flore, flores, flores, an engaged couple, Val and Barbara, shakily introduce their future in-laws. Val's father, played by Robin Williams, the yes.
2: Okay. Very good. I knew that one.
1: Very, very good. Was that ever made yes, French into? French was <laughs> terrible. Was that a? Yeah, I know, right? Was that ever made into a, a musical? Or a, I might be getting the producers mixed up in there, because Nathan Lane, of course, is in um, this one as well.
0: I don't. I think you might be mistaken me. it with La Cage yeah. Oh, French.
1: <laughs> French. Sort of French. Okay, last one. Let's see how we go after getting a green card in exchange for assassinating a cuban government official tony montana stakes oh, a claim <laughs> no the other one the other one <laughs> <laughs> the other one a claim on the drug trade in miami so. yes
2: yeah there we go
1: yeah i i would say that probably one of the most popular posters for um yes. yeah for for teenagers of the male persuasion in the 90s and probably 80s as well True true. I have seen it. That was fun.
0: <laughs> I actually did well uh a lot better than I expected. You
1: did. You got how many? 3? Three? Three. 4 maybe. 3.
0: Yeah, 3. Oh, I don't remember.
1: Well done. <laughs> I never keep score so it's not really uh that important. <laughs> Look, I just want to say thank I, you very I much. I think she would have won. For, yeah, I think she did. I, I did hear her voice say correct answers more than yours um, this time round. but there will always be another time and we will see her, who comes out victorious. I want to thank you both for coming on here. Uh, it, was a, it was a great chat. It was a great catch-up. Even the bits that um, were not recorded and are not in this podcast, I enjoyed those as well. Uh, so on that note, Heath and Daggy, thank you very much.
2: Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me and us. It was a great chance to reconnect with you guys, and I always love being a guest on the podcast. I hope that um, the, the the bits that don't actually get to the episode <laughs> yes. will be made available for your OnlyFans
1: <laughs> yes.
2: at a later date.
1: Oh, yes. <laughs> you know, out of context moments. Brilliant.